now it's health and well-being with naturopath peter mullen well it is that time tuesdays and the first one for 2020 and peter mullen back with health and well-being g'day peter good to have you back great to see you Thank you, Mark. You too. Happy New Year. Yes, yeah, so Happy New Year. We've passed Australia Day, mate. You've missed that. <laughs> <laughs> and how was the big break for you? Did you do lots of exciting stuff? Uh, actually, we did lots of um, resting, going to the beach, and maybe eating a little bit too much and oh, maybe the sounds... odd beer too many. But... All of that sounds pretty good, mate. Yeah, we've got some solutions in plan for today. So, All right, just four words. Forget resolutions, set goals, you say. That's it. That's it. And it's some, just some thoughts about, like, we're all running our life due to our goals and what we want anyway, but something magical does happen when you actually write stuff down. So First, right out of the gate, and forgetting those New Year's resolutions, Peter, we want to set goals. I guess, why did resolutions... What, what is the difference in, in, in terms of this conversation? Well, look, uh, the, like a lot of people... Um, some people like writing, like setting goals. Some people writing stuff, like mm. writing stuff down. Other people think the whole idea is a bit wishy-washy and a bit like a new year's resolution you you make a goal you write it down and then it never never happens i guess one could become the other uh yes because if you're like what's your resolution i want to lose some weight or i want to get a new job okay well that's just words but you need to maybe sort of set that up with a plan absolutely so a resolution a resolution is good and in some respects resolution is a little bit of um brainstorming about how you'd like this year to be different but then resolutions... How long have you got? Yeah, yeah. Well, resolutions won't work unless you actually turn it into a mm. goal. So today we're going to be talking a bit about how to set SMART goals. And then um, I've got a, a, a template that can make it really easy people, easy for people to follow. But what, before I do go and get into SMART goals, a lot of people don't realise that we're already living our life now according to our goals. So you, while you might not write that stuff down, while you might think setting goals is a bit... Um, old hat or whatever you are everybody's actually already doing it so everybody already has an idea in their mind of what they'd like to do health wise this year whether they do it or not it's another story they've got in mind what they'd like to do financially whether it's you know save up for a holiday or pay off a car or whatever so we've already got these plans very loose plans and the idea that i'd like to put forward today is as humans we don't always actually make the time to just stop and really give ourselves the space to think about mm. how we'd like our life to to be. And then from there, choose the ones that are going to add the most value this year. Because me personally, and I think a lot of people, we spend a lot of time doing a lot of stuff that doesn't add a lot of value. Oh, don't we ever. So this is about... So rather yes. than spending... You think about, say, Netflix, for example, which I, well, I can't say name brands, but I did hit that a few of those series over the Christmas holidays and I wasted a lot of time where I could have been choosing to do other things. Like, while it was relaxing, it was still a lot of my life spent watching... Television. Yeah, but that's balance, though. I mean, you do need to yeah. have that downtime. As, yeah. long as, as long as... I mean, let's... How many hours a day would you have been watching, roughly? Uh, Average. Or three? Maybe an hour or two. Okay, so let's say two hours. Yeah. Well, actually, that's not too long, really. Yeah, I mean, maybe three if I stayed up a bit later. But still, it's one of those things. It's an opportunity to stop and think about mm. 
how you'd like to maybe add more value to your life this year. So we'll get into that in a little while. So these SMART goals, uh, how do we know that uh, some, what actually, oh, it's an acronym, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clever. And the S, it will actually, what, let's talk about these SMART goals. What so, makes a goal SMART? So SMART goals, basically, it's just a, as you said, it's an acronym for putting goals together. So once you come up with the idea of how you'd like things to be, so say an example is you'd like to lose 10 kilos of weight. It's great. That's an awesome goal. Um, but if you just get around saying, I'd like to lose 10 kilos, most likely it's not going to happen mm -hmm. unless you actually put some steps and plans in place work so, out how that's going to happen how you can make that a reality yeah absolutely um so it's important to make sure your goals are smart and smart stands for specific measurable attainable relevant and timely so specific means be really clear about exactly what you want to achieve so you know rather than just say like i'd like to lose 10 kilos like I'd, a, a more specific goal would be i'd like to lose 10 kilos of body fat or maybe it would be like, instead of just saying, oh, I want to lose weight, oh, well, how much do you want to lose? I want to lose 10, but I want to lose 10 by the end of the end of financial year, let's say, by Absolutely. June Absolutely. So the more specific your description for starters, the better the chance you'll get exactly what you want. It's the difference between, say, as an example, I want to exercise more and I will go for a 30-minute walk five times a week. So being specific. Measurable. So the next M, M for measurable in smart identify exactly what your goal will look like rather than i want to lose weight try i want to lose three centimeters from my belly or i want to fit in my favorite into my favorite pair of jeans um you know sometimes the scales don't have all the answers so making it um even more more measurable so i'd like to lose 10 kilos so that I can fit into those jeans that I love to wear or I'd like to lose 10 kilos so that when I go overseas next I feel really comfortable on the plane and you know I've still got a pair with that in mind I've still got a pair of uh, jeans from 2004 maybe five black jeans they were, I look no they were they're my black ones. I look fantastic in those. Yes. And uh, me getting into those now is just not it's not a thing. <laughs> well that would be part of your measurable so far 30 smart goal. Thirty-inch waist jeans. How long do you reckon that's going to take, Peter? Well, you know, we've Goals. got we've got times up our sleeve, Mark. We've got plenty of time. So that I guess that brings us to the next one. How attainable is the goal that you're setting? There's no point setting something up that that can't happen. This yeah, kind of ties back into the the other two, I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So it needs to be attainable. Don't set yourself up for failure. Yeah, 10 um, kilos by the time I see you next, it's not a thing. It's, no, don't that's bother. only a week. Yeah, yeah don't bother. <laughs> so make sure, make sure that your goal is achievable or you'll, you'll be doomed from the start. Um, and you also need to work out whether you're able to invest the time, money and effort into reaching your goal. So say your goal was, as we said, 10 kilos by... Oh, June 30, halfway through the year. June 30, so that's, say, five months. And if we're losing on average... Um, you know, 700 grams to a kilo a week. Mm. How many months did we say that was? Five that was five months. months. That's, uh, that's what, two About kilos two a kilos month? kilos a month. Kilo, it's 500 grams a week. Easy. Yeah, that is easy. Um, what's difficult sometimes is maining, maintaining the, the fight for that long or mm. the process for that long. But it's definitely an, a, definitely an attainable goal. Um, and then thinking about, um, you know, investing time, um, so what would be the time involved in losing weight? Losing 10 kilos yeah. of body fat, it's your food prep. 
it's going to the farmers markets on a Sunday, it's making your lunches to go to work, so you've got to be prepared to put the time in. Um, the money, you know, is it going to cost you more by going on a healthy eating plan and getting into fat burning? I reckon it'll cost you less. Yeah, well, you're saving money when on... When you work out what, what certain things cost versus other things, I reckon it'll cost you less. Cost you less. Well, And the other thing is the effort as well. And just with money, like, interestingly, to lose body fat, you don't have to exercise. However, exercise is a great advantage. So some of the money spent might be there into having getting back to having your personal trainer once a week. Mm, you know, so sort of thinking that. about the more it becomes like a bit of a focus or, you know, the more you can see that you're willing to put the effort in, that's going to make it a lot more attainable. All right, we'll come back and wrap up the RT in SMART, uh, Peter's SMART goals. The next thing when you're looking at those goals to set for, for the year um, is how relevant something is. Can you elaborate on that for us? Yeah, so the goal, like with relevance, it's, it's what's your objective and will this goal help you achieve it? For instance... Um, like, like, I guess relevance is looking at why you want to lose that 10 kilos. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it needs to have a lot of meaning to you. In some respects, you, you, you really need to get to the point where you're so fed up with the way things are that you're really willing to change. Because Jeez, you really ask, believe... Yeah, we're asking you to hit rock bottom first. can be a dangerous premise. It's, it's, no, it's tricky, isn't it? But it's maybe, maybe to, instead of looking down, look up, it's, well, why do I want to do it? I want to look better, I want to feel better, have more yeah. confidence and, yeah. and, and probably not end up in hospital. Yeah, what would this add to my... But it needs to be, rather than... Um, needs to be things that really mean something to you now. Mm. You know, a really good one is, you know, I've got my kid's wedding, my daughter's wedding in six <clears> weeks. <throat> um, you know, I've got a holiday that I'm going on that I want to be more comfortable with. So relevance can relate to, you know, realistic things that have really got a lot of meaning to you that you really want to make an effort for by. And, and last up is how timely it is, which in a way kind of works out um, back into measurable a little bit, I guess, to put those time limits on your goals. So that's going to keep you accountable. Absolutely. And putting realistic time limits on your goals. So as we said, like by, did we say 1st of June or end of June? I'll make it nice and easy to end a financial year halfway through. Yep, so five months. So realistic time frame. So if we said 10 kilos in five months, um, so deadlines are important. Part of goal setting is they help keep you accountable. Um, if you're a weekly, if you're a procrastinator... Oh, and both hands and feet <laughs> in the air. <laughs> it might be worthwhile having weekly goals that you can stick to rather than a deadline three months mm. away. So part of your SMART goal might be... In, might be we've worked out with you you need to lose if that's your goal two mm. kilos of body fat a month then you need to be losing 500 grams of weight of body fat a week um, and that's something to measure on so every week you can sort of see how you're tracking rather than you know and I'm funny when it comes to weight loss and a lot of people disagree with this but I'm a big fan if you're serious about losing body fat why not measure yourself daily do you know what I mean? If you really want to see day-to-day -day what's going on, that to me makes it even more achievable that you can see the, the weight I think it, off it gives you a bit of a true graph as well of what's happening. I mean, you'll see down, down, up, down, up, yep. up, down, down. Yep. So you'll see the whole picture. Yeah, yeah. Some people like to do it weekly because they feel disappointed, like if they don't see a lot of movement daily. But Again, that would also f come into whatever works for you. If you're the sort of person Absolutely. that likes to see that daily progress. Test and measure. Or maybe you're the sort of person that likes to see the goal just a little bit down the road and I'm just going to work towards that and <laughs> see what happens. Yep, yep. And as long as you're doing it weekly. So, yeah, for, for that 10 kilos we were talking about, mm -hmm. 500 grams um, of weight loss, hopefully fat loss a week, 
just consistently, as we said. So that's your, how to make your goals smart, make them specific, measurable, very attainable. Uh, how relevant are they? And, and keep the, those realistic time limits on them. Uh, moving quickly, Peter, to your four pillars of a happy, healthy life. What are they? Well, this is, um, this is a really fantastic exercise and we have a link on our Facebook page where people can download a copy of our Discover Your Best Self in 2020. It's like a goal-setting sheet. And this is this lovely document that's in uh, green and black. <laughs> Yeah, right that's here. great that we're a radio show. In colour too, by the way. Oh, no, if you're watching through the webcam, you can see there's Peter's doco right there. There <laughs> it is. So it's a, it's a free free page you can download and um, it gives you the, the, the... This is a way of working out what's really important to you. Mm. So in uh, my mind... I just reiterate, it does have your four pillars of a, a happy, healthy life on it, which we, we're going to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the way to work out what goals or what what's really important for you this year. There's four pillars or four foundations to having a healthy life. Healthy life. There's your health. So under health, it's your um, physical, emotional, mm. mental and spiritual health. Um, there's your financial health because, again, it's hard to be well and happy this day and age or any age mm. if, you, if you can't support yourself, if you're not being able to meet your financial you know, needs and, and goals. Um, relationships, you know, this is family and primary relationships and friendships. It's important we've got goals in these areas. And also career professional is the fourth pillar. And career professional doesn't have to mean your primary job. It can be you're quite happy at work, but you've always wanted to do a photography course. So examples under health would be, um, say, if you've always wanted to become a yoga teacher. So you just write down, you don't limit yourself by time or money. And under health, write down all the things you've always wanted to, to achieve. You might might be you want to learn meditation, might be what you've wanted to do a New York marathon, it might be that you want to do dry February and have no alcohol, whatever. Um, financial, it may be that you set up a um, that you relook at your budget this year. That you know, I love some of the things you've got under that to minimise your credit card use and get your debt down and uh, and holiday savings plans, increase in wages. See, that's nice. <laughs> how do I how do I do that one? <laughs> do I can send a memo to someone? See how that goes. He's across the hallway. Do you reckon he'll <laughs> reckon he'll follow through? No, uh, we, we never know. If he's listening now, he might be so impressed. And uh, relationships and family. A couple of quick ones on there, Peter. Oh, relationships and family. And this is basically working out whether you want to see more of your family this year or less of your family this year. <laughs> Depends on your family. But this is but this is also you know with your primary partner. You know, setting up date night, going out once a week. Like, isn't isn't that a term that's just sort of come into its own? the last uh, couple of years date night it's such a great not over here but in you know, with <laughs> other people it has it's such a great concept and we put a lot of effort into work and kids and everything else but we don't always put the effort into our primary relationships so i think that's really really important and also think about friendships think about friends that you didn't see much last year but you'd really like to see more of so you can put that into your write that under your list and then career as i said before think about it doesn't have to be your career it might be a new job new education but it might just be something you've always wanted to do on top so under each of the headings you write down all the things you've always wanted don't limit yourself by time or money then come back and it's a really freeing exercise to cross off some of the things you no longer want to do mm. and i was saying before i always had it in my mind that i'd like to try hang gliding but i've been really happy just to cross that off my list and actually a bit freeing thinking that that's not something that I it know, wasn't relevant it wasn't relevant yeah. and um what you do then is you circle the things that you'd really that's really stand out for you this year for you this year one or more under each of those headings and then you take those out and then you turn them into smart goals 
So to wrap it up today, uh, in a nice, concise little uh, matter, how should we be approaching all of that? <laughs> so step number one, so resolutions are awesome, but you want to turn them into smart goals. Now, one of the interesting things when this is human nature, that sheet mark I gave you, Oh, I've got it right here. Your there goal sheet? Yep, yep, there it is. So there's a 100% chance you'll do it if you do it today. 50% chance you might do it tomorrow. Day three, 10%. And after that, 99% of people Just don't won't get actually yeah. do it. So but by a week, it's, it's, it's under a pile of other papers. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because when someone first told me that, I argued and said, no, 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 if I say I'm going to do it, if it's important. But literally, we don't. I, so I guess the reason you're doing this stuff to begin with is because you're pretty crap at doing the goal setting. So by saying I'll get around to it means you won't. Yes. So you've got, to, you've got to at least make that arduous journey to at least write some stuff down. Well, it sort of says it to your unconscious mind as yeah. well, that you're just not serious about it. So don't worry, we'll just do what we did last year. So that's the challenge. Is, and a couple of ways you can do that, like do it today. Um, as we said, there's a link on our Facebook page where people can download it for free. Um, but also, too, make the time to sit down and do it. Like don't do it on the run or do it between dropping kids or grandkids off at school. Like literally think, right, tonight after dinner or while I'm having my dinner, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to have a good think about this. And if do it together, a husband and wife, a great idea. We've done this before with our kids at the dinner table as well. And they're the ones that have come up with some great holiday ideas as well. So it's been a really nice family thing to do as well. So pick the time when you're going to do it, but do it today or tomorrow at the latest. Mm. Um, go back, highlight the goals. So write down all the things that you would really like to do don't limit yourself by time or money come back choose the things that really pop out for you this year and then turn them into smart goals but the biggest step before we even talk about smart goals is actually making the time to stop in this busy life of ours and actually think about how we'd like our life to be whether it's different whether it's the same whether we just want to improve a couple of areas you know the the world's our oyster so to speak so we're the only ones that limit ourselves i guess in that that side of things so um yeah so i hope everyone has a really good happy and healthy 2020 and that um you know that this is just one way to start to get clear about how that might might go i'm just going to use the last line on your notes here peter i'm going to jump in and steal the the, the steal you it, can right? steal the thunder the question is what are you waiting for you've got the tools now hop to it make 2020 your year that's very well, That's very well said, Mark. It? I think you might have come up with that yourself. Oh, it's it's on it's on your notes. <laughs> it's on your notes, Peter. Thanks. Uh, great to have you back. And we'll yeah, look, you too. Do you know what we're doing next week yet, or is that uh, it's, it's not on here? Well, possibly gut health. Okay. My favourite topic and always a good way to start the year. Mm -hmm. So we'll be having some um, interesting talks about gut and just a lot of new research coming out about gut and microbiome and brain and hormones, actually. So, All right. Some sounds, interesting stuff. Sounds fantastic. That's Health and Wellbeing next Tuesday right here at 2 and URFM 103.7. We'll be back with Peter Mullen in a week from now. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2 and URFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>